Welcome back, everybody, to the Start Simple podcast. Um, it's me, obviously. It's always me, Andy. And today, again, is another solo episode where I am going to take you through, actually, I think some really important approaches and outlooks, particularly now sort of thinking for the rest of this year, um, because I feel like this time of year with school holidays and every like kids or not, everyone seems to do more stuff like weddings and stuff like that in the summer. So you usually see in September a bit of a drive and the gyms get burned. I was worked in the gym. The gyms would always sort of get busier at this time of year. And um, people just sort of, I, I don't really like the term, but people tend to get back on it, right? So we're sort of going to cover a few of the things that have come up with my clients this week around that, um, around those topics and hopefully some stuff that you can implement for yourself. So Listen, do me a favour, share the podcast. It, uh, you probably don't know how much difference it makes, but it does make a lot of difference to me. So if you listen to it, tag me on Instagram, share it, tell the world about it, um, and I would be forever grateful. And in return, I'm going to hopefully give you some things that you can start to think about that will, I mean, ultimately do what I always try and do, help you with fitness, right? So, as I said, it's sort of that period now where the gyms get busier, the kids are back in school and you try and get back on it. And I think one of the most important things within that period is having clarity on what you're actually doing and why you're doing it. Like the last thing that, in my opinion, you should be doing is walking into a gym on a Monday when you're finally getting back into routine. And it's like, okay, I'm on it now. And you go and, I don't know, bust out a spin class and it's like, I'm going to eat healthy now. And there's no actual clarity in why you're doing it because you've done that. Don't lie to me. You've done that before where you've done that thing where it's like, I'm on a health kick now. And two weeks later, you're balls deep in four bottles of wine or not balls deep. You might not have balls. Why are we talking about this? Anyway, in bottles of wine, in chocolate and the cycle repeats itself. And it's usually because there's no clarity. There's no assurance in why you're doing something, what you're working towards and most importantly, why it's actually important to you. I think weight loss is one of those goals that, and again, I, I say this all the time, a lot of my clients have weight loss goals, but we'll always have real clarity on where that actually is going to make a difference and why it's going to make a difference to them. Um, because I feel like sometimes people just go in and feel like they have to have a weight loss goal and, and that's not the case. So I've done some goal setting with my clients this week and it's actually something we're covering in our, in our group live. And there's three questions that I will put to them that essentially, if you can, and don't just like be blase about this, think about what I'm about to say, right? If you can have a genuine answer to these questions, I guarantee that for the remainder of this year and moving forward, you're going to have more consistency with your training. You're going to have more understanding of your training. Same with goes with your nutrition, with your diet. You're going to excel in all of those areas when you have clarity behind these three things. So the very first thing that I would ask you is what do you love to do? I don't know if this is going to pick up, but there is somebody doing some ridiculous gardening right near where I'm recording. Whether this is going to pick up on the podcast, I don't know. Let's hope it's not. Let's hope this microphone is good quality and you can't hear Absolute carnage that's going on outside my door at the moment. Anyway, so three questions. Number one, what would you love to do? Again, this this idea that a weight loss or running a 5K always has to be the goal. 
it's just ingrained in you that from hearing people talk about it or maybe even hearing me talk about it or a friend has started a couch to 5k so you're like okay i'm gonna do that but that's irrelevant man like what what things do you really want to do would you love to be able to if you're in the uk do something like climbing snowden or would you love to be able to compete in a sport that you're that you play or would you love to be able to like do certain activities with the kids in your family and go i don't know rock climbing with your kids or what things would you actually love to do? Not do you think not do you think you have to do? What would you actually love to do? So that's the first question. The second one, and I think this this is something often overlooked when it comes to like um, working towards things. But what maybe scared is the wrong word, but I'm gonna use it now. What scares you a little bit? What makes you think, oh fucking hell, I don't know if I could do that? What maybe not intimidates you, but what makes you feel a little bit out of the comfort zone, a little bit like a genuine thought of, I'm not sure if I can do this because sometimes we set goals and I've, I've, I've often had this with clients where I've told them to redo the goal setting because I don't think it's enough, whether it's, I'm going to drop a couple of kilos. You could drop a couple of kilos in two weeks if you wanted. That's not scary. That's not something that's really like thought provoking for you. Have something that does scare you a little bit, that makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And part of it, part of it when it comes to setting a goal or working towards something, is there should almost be a little bit in your mind going, I don't know if I'm going to get this done. Because it's going to make you work harder. It's going to push you more. And that's the third question. What would push you further than you've done before? What would really make you work harder than maybe you've ever worked towards something before? And it's not always about like, the grind and hard work and like you, you hear people go into the gym sometimes and they talk about it like they've just been in world war Two. it's like you've just done a squat pal settle down um but i do think there should be an element of of hard work involved an element of a bit of discipline a bit of having to make tough choices because then the outcome is much more rewarding if what you're trying to achieve is a little bit soft a little bit half-assed a little bit maybe you've done it before and you know, it's it's not that, again, using the word scary, you're probably not going to get much out of that at the end point. And again, this is where these cycles start to repeat themselves because the ultimate, like what happens is, all right, sweet, I've achieved the, the couple of pounds I wanted to lose or the 5K I, I wanted to run. And it's like, hey, I've done that before. And you lose interest then. But if it's really something that drives you on, one thing I get clients to do a lot, actually, I've got Mike uh, doing a half marathon a few weeks, Rob does crazy CrossFit events. Uh, one thing I get a lot of my clients to, to try and do, and this is what we did together in the summer, we had an event where we did like an obstacle course together, is to set themselves challenges like that. And again, like it doesn't have to be running a marathon. It would never be the thing for me. I'm never going to be a runner. Um, for me, a lot of mine is around jujitsu. But it's about having something that that maybe you genuinely think, wow, that's going to be seriously hard work because then the achievement and the benefit and the feeling that you get afterwards is 10 times that of something that you've, you've, you almost don't even care about. Like, let's be honest. Again, going back to that analogy of the person who just walks into the gym on a Monday and does half an hour on the treadmill. That's not, there's a lack of interest in what you're actually trying to achieve there or a lack of clarity. It's one of the two. So there would be the three questions that I would I would say for those of you who are starting to think about these these sort of things at this time of year. And one thing I will be doing, in fact, I'm going to tell you the exact date now, um, and I'm not telling it on Instagram until over the weekend, so you're getting a little heads up. On the 12th of September, I'm going to do a little seven-day kickstart 
where, again, listen, in fact, one of the, fa- the final things we're going to be talking about is patience and timeframes with, with your fitness goals. But it's going to be seven days where we put you in a place where, one, the things I've just talked about, you understand and you have clarity around, and then you know how to do it moving forward. It's not going to be some stupid, I didn't swear then, and I'm quite proud of myself. It's not going to be with one of these stupid, like, I'm going to teach you how to lose two kilos in seven days things, because that's not me. It doesn't work like that. But what I am going to do is give you seven days of accountability, seven days of habit building, seven days of making you really think about the things that you're doing and if they're leading to the place that you want to be. We'll look at training, we'll look at nutrition, we'll look at habits, we'll look at behaviours. We will go in depth and for seven days, we're going to make sure that you're starting off in a position where you are fully confident in what needs to happen next. So keep an eye out for that. I'll be talking about it more on my platforms over the next couple of weeks before we begin. Now, again, going back to, to getting back into routine and I just mentioned Mike actually who's running his half marathon in October start of October and the conversation I had with him yesterday was he's been away he's been on holiday and he's been back a few days now and the thing he was saying to me is he's just getting the first one done he needs to he's got a a program for his running and his preparation he's got three runs a week um that they're all sort of slightly built differently to to support with the long-term goal of the half marathon his time in that but he said to me, it's, uh, it's just getting the first one done. I've just not done it. And he, it was, it's just a mental block of he's not done it for a while. He needs to get that routine back and he needs to do it. And what I said to him was, it is as simple as you put your trainers on, mate. That first workout back, that first healthy cooked meal back, that first walk, that first whatever run, the first one is just always a bit minging. And I know people won't tell you that. They'll give it like, oh my God, get in there, get motivated, do it. That always speaks like that. Some helmet probably does. But the truth is, your first one back's going to be a bit minging. It'll probably feel a little bit shit as well, to be honest with you. I know, I know, I'm really selling it to you now. But it will. It'll be tough. And you might come out of it and think, oh, I've dropped off a little bit here. Again, probably to be expected if you've had a bit of time off. But you've got a starting point. I uh, I listened to a podcast last week. I'll give it a shout because I'm literally going to steal what I heard on that. It was the IFL TV. It's a boxing podcast. I actually sent an email about it at the time. And there was this concept that a boxer was talking about. How he, he doesn't want to train a lot of the time. And he goes through this. So firstly, he'll tell himself a few stories of like, oh, maybe I should rest or maybe I'll, I'll train better if I do it tomorrow. And he'll start to do that thing in our mind that everyone does, right? And if he's a professional athlete doing it, can guarantee you, after working a 9-5, you do it as well. Um, where you create these little stories of, actually, no, I'll do it tomorrow, and you, you put things off, right? So his theory, or his like process for it is, he doesn't think about going to the gym. So let's say he's just sat chilling on his sofa. The first thing he'll do is a really small step. So maybe he'll lay on the sofa, and instead of lying down, he'll sit up. And then he'll be like, right, right, if I was going to go to the gym, the next task that I'd have to do would be get a bag ready. Right, sweet. I'll just get my bag ready and see what's what. And then it might be, okay, well, if I was going to go to the gym, I would get my trainers out and put them on. So I'm just going to put my trainers on. And then if I was going to go to the gym, well, the first step would just let's just leave my house and get in the car. So then goes and sits in the car. And then he's like, right, well, I'll drive to the gym and see how I feel. And then before you know it, he's done a workout. And he just breaks it down and just does it into one little 
into baby steps, essentially. And that's what needs to happen. You, you can overwhelm yourself thinking about getting a run in or getting a workout in and it can become then this thought process that builds and builds and you get intimidated a bit in your head and then a week later you've still not done anything. Break it down. Just just turn up. Just turn up. One thing I'll do with a lot of clients actually, if they have a, a period of a lull of training, which can happen, happens to all of us, is I'll ask them their favourite exercises. They're like, right, what do you actually enjoy in the gym? And they might tell me it's a hit class, something like that. And listen, I've spoke about hit before and the benefits and the the not benefits, that's not a word, is now. Um, but if a client, if you if you tell me your favourite thing to do in the gym is hit, and you haven't trained hit, and you haven't trained for two weeks, I'll program you a hit session because it's just going to get you back in the rhythm. Is it, you know, say your goal is muscle gain, is it going to help? Not really. But it's going to get you back in the headspace of going to the gym. So even that, don't work, like, yes, I, I talk about programming all the time, the importance of following a programme. If it's a case of getting you back in the gym and you just need to do something you enjoy for half an hour, do that. Just get that first session done. If everything falls into place after that, because one, you realise it's not all bad. Two, you start to create a build, um, a pattern and a routine. And three, you have a you, you have a start point. You have something that you're working from then. So, yeah, get just get the first. If you're listening to this now and you're putting off a gym session, go and fucking do it. If you're listening to this during a gym session, respect. Thank you for listening. But go and get the first one done. Sorry, just having a drink of water. Stay hydrated, kids. Um, okay, last little bit. Last thing I want to talk about, and this was actually an email I wrote this week. Um, to Gary Barlow, of all people, to thank him for writing the song Patience. And this is a, this is a difficult one to explain. It's not difficult to explain. It's just it's hard for you to hear, right? No matter what your goal is now, I've just talked about setting goals. No matter what it is, it's going to take longer than you think. <laughs> I know that seems a little bit blunt, and I know people won't always say that online, and it'll be like lose, like I've just said, people say shit like lose two two kilos in a week, or how to six week shred and get abs in 30 days by doing 20 sit-ups a day or get an arse by fucking squatting every day in 30 days it's going to take longer than that whatever time frame you have in your mind there's a really good chance it's going to take a little bit longer that's all right don't don't force yourself like put it put it this way if if you say to me i want to be xyz in three months and then you say uh, and then I say, okay, actually, that's going to take six months. So it's going to take 50% more time. It's going to take double the amount of time. What's your response to that? Do you just say, all right, I'm not going to do it then because I wanted it in three months? What, are you just going to not do anything? No, of course you don't. You say, okay, sound, six months is cool. When you have these fixed timeframes in your head, you're literally stopping yourself because you're creating this illusion that it has to happen in that time. Now, again, I do think that timeframes are important and particularly when it comes to being in a deficit, um, try to be in a deficit for as little as is reasonably possible. Again, alongside what's realistic, alongside your goals. But let's say you have a, a longer term weight loss goal. You know, let's let's not waste two months where you sit at maintenance, you go out on the piss and all these things. Let's cut the time a little bit short because the longer you take, the longer you put yourself in a deficit, the less likely you are to adhere to the deficit. 
So the, le- the more likely for subconscious decisions around food and movement are going to come in the longer you try and be in a deficit. So that's not to say like go all out and, you know, crash yourself into the floor in two weeks of dieting by cutting your calories to 900 a day. But I do think when it comes to things like weight loss, you should do it in the fastest way. I mean, you should do every goal in the fastest way possible. It's ideal. My point is the fastest time possible is just probably what you don't expect it to be. And there's a few reasons that you think like that, right? You think like that because I just said, I know for a fact, right, if I Google six week, do you know what? I'm going to do it now. I've got my computer up in front of me. I'm Googling six week weight loss program. Jesus Lord above. There is uh, countless, countless. I don't even know what that number is. There's that many zeros on the end of it. Six week weight loss program. Loads come up. Loads have been paid and sponsored ads and all these sort of things. Now I'm going to put 12 month weight loss program. I'm so right. Not, not a single program being sold. All of this is about articles. Interestingly enough, there's an article from somewhere called Health Central, the Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic's a really good website, actually. I've quite a lot of research on that. Uh, NHS. So maybe then there's a study. So maybe these are actually NHS again. PubMed, which is a website that would be used for studies. So, so much more credibility in the searches. But when I do six-week weight loss program, it's all things and programs. One is Mad Muscles, Uni Meals, Beyond Body, Lose 20 Pounds in Six Weeks. Sorry, I'm just calling all these places out. Um, all of these places, and all of these are paid to be at the top of Google. I don't think any are paid to be at the top. Two are paid to be at the top of the Google for 12-month weight loss. Why do you think they're doing that? Because they know you. They know you want it fast. So they market to you. They tell you what you want to hear. So you say, here's all my money. And six weeks later, guess what? You Google six-week weight loss again because the last one didn't work. And you think, fuck, it's because I didn't stick to it. It's because I didn't do the plan. It's because I struggled to do these things. I didn't do all the workouts. And if I'd have just done what they told me to do, it would have happened. It wouldn't, mate. There's a reason you couldn't stick to it. Because it's not designed for you to actually stick to. It's designed for you to, at the end of the six weeks, yeah, you might have lost a bit of weight, but you'll feel like shit and you'll probably be then at the end of the six weeks, regain the weight and then you'll search at the six-week weight loss program again. Be realistic with what you're trying to achieve and how long it's going to take. Again, as well as what you want life to look like. If you tell me you're going to live like a monk, you're not going to eat out, you're not going to drink, then I can that with a lot of confidence say you're going to make very fast progress. If you tell me you're going to eat a meal out a week and have a couple of glasses of wine on a Friday night, I'll say, yeah, you still make pretty pretty solid progress. Obviously a little bit slower than normal, but cool. You tell me you're going to, you know, you work away two days a week with work and you like to have a night out once a week. Again, we've got to be realistic here. Can you still make progress? Yeah, but it's going to be slower. If you tell me I'm not willing to change anything and I have four takeaways a week, I'm going to tell you pretty straight, you're making life very hard for yourself. So be realistic with how long you expect it to take as well as what you want life to look like. Um, there's a balance, right? I spoke about like the 80-20 rule or, you know, when you go to, you can you can eat out and not order a quadruple cheeseburger and loaded fries. Like there is balance to be found and there can certainly be progress um, alongside a social life. But just be realistic in your expectations and know that being patient is the key. Being patient, not throwing your toys out of the prompt, it didn't happen in a month. Not completely losing your head because the six weeks didn't work. 
be patient, turn up daily, turn up monthly, turn up fucking yearly if you have to. Like, so bringing it back to, to my own goals, it's all about performance and jiu-jitsu. That's a long game, mate. I could be 20 years of working towards something, but I'm all right with that. It's probably never going to stop working towards something. Again, I'm completely cool with that. So be patient. Be patient in what you're trying to achieve. The difference patience will make and you're not losing your head because of a couple of days that weren't ideal or because you didn't see what you wanted in two weeks' time. Be patient. It pays off. And that is that. Is that for today, my dear friends. So keep an eye out online for, and if you've heard this and you, you want to find out more about that seven-day sort of kickstart that we do, send me a message. Keep an eye online. I'll be posting about more on Instagram. I'll talk about my emails. And if, do you know what? If that's not for you, if you're like, nah, do you know what? I need it and I want it personal. I want my own program. I want my own nutrition strategies. I want full support, contact for a week. Send me a message. Coaching is the best thing anyone can do for themselves when it comes to achieving a fitness goal. And I'm biased saying that, but I also invest in coaches to achieve my fitness goals. So I know it works. I have friends who are coaches who have coaches. If my friends ever ask me for, I don't actually work directly with my friends anymore. Um, <laughs> it's too hard having your mates. But um, if they ever ask me for advice, my, my straight answer is get a coach. And it wouldn't be me. I'd send them to somebody else. But my straight answer to anybody is get a coach. So if that is something you're interested in, send me a message. Otherwise, share the podcast. Review the podcast. Tell me if you like the podcast. Tell everyone about the podcast. And tune in next week.